society. In their pride of accomplishment, they wished to make sure that the contribution of those who stood among the lodges and faced the charge on foot was not overlooked. Thus, there were for a time two warrior societies, with mutual admiration and respect. The early elk dog men, in effect, belonged to both societies. Both groups rigidly adhered to the rules of the council. This was all as it should be, and would have continued indefinitely, perhaps, had it not been for the restless activity of the troublemakers. The first inkling of a splinter group actually could be seen, in retrospect, before the great battle. A handful of young men had set forth on their own foray. They had encountered a large band of the enemy, who had ceremonially tortured, killed, and left the bodies of the youths to be discovered by the people. Still, this had seemed only an isolated incident. It was unlike the young men of the people to defy tribal custom to engage in a private foray of this sort. The problem was compounded by one fact above all else. Until this time, there had been no tribal custom that would govern the deliberate seeking of a fight with the head-splitters. Chapter 1 The old warrior watched as his nephews clumsily began to skin the antelope. He was uneasy because they had drifted farther into the country of the enemy than he had intended. What had started as a pleasant hunt to teach the sons of his sister was now a threatening situation. He glanced apprehensively at the fringe of brush along the rim rock. The antelope had fallen in the worst area he could imagine. They must butcher rapidly and retreat to safer country. He straightened to get a better look at the dangerous fringe of cover above them. Was that a trace of motion that he detected? How the old man wished that his eyes were as keen as when he was the age of the two youngsters before him. Something plucked against his shirt like a thrown rock and he glanced down in alarm. He was startled to see protruding from his chest the feathered end of an arrow. Still, his senses refused to accept its significance. A great feeling of weakness came over him, and he sank to his knees, the pain of the blow finally reaching his consciousness. The two youngsters looked around in alarm. He motioned for them to run as three armed warriors sprang from the rocks on the hill and came bounding toward them. The younger boy dashed toward the horses, grabbing a dangling rein and swinging nimbly astride. The other boy stayed just a moment too long at the side of his dying uncle. The other horses, alarmed by the sudden movements, leaped into a canter with their companion. The youngster, still on foot, made one futile grab at the horse's head. The rein burned through his fingers, and the horses were gone in a flurry of dust. He turned to face his attackers. He was unarmed having laid aside his weapons to attend to the antelope. Even his skinning knife had been dropped in the excitement. He looked around. Not even a rock or a stick was available. The three now surrounded him, young men little older than himself. One stepped forward and slapped him across the face with open palm, counting honors by striking the enemy he knew. He had given up all hope of survival. The best he could hope for now was to die with dignity. Another of the enemy youth sprang and struck at him. He snatched at the other's weapon but missed. Too bad they would be more careful now. 
Vaguely, he wished that his captors would not feel it necessary to count too many honors today before getting on with it. It might be a very long day. Heads off. Once Juan Garcia, son of a Spanish nobleman, sat comfortably before his lodge. He wriggled his shoulder against the willow backrest and puffed slowly on the stone pipe. It was a beautiful spring day, and he was amused by the antics of his small son, Eagle, playing in the lodge doorway. Heads off watched the lithe grace of his wife, the tall one, as she moved efficiently around the fire, broiling a fat slab of hump ribs. He could become easily aroused at any time by merely watching the lithe movements of her long body for a moment. The girl glanced up at him and smiled, reading his thoughts. Their relationship had been a perfect one. Heads off had been...